A ray of sunshine. This is ridiculous, I shouted into the phone. In the last 10 days, you've sent me a new nursing attendant every day. Each one worse than the last. Two were even older than my mother, so they were no help at all. Three couldn't speak English, as I'd specified. And all were so inept that I daren't leave them alone with her for 10 minutes at a stretch. How dare you advise me to help them? They are being hired to help me, not vice versa. Just because I work from home doesn't mean I should do the work I'm paying them for. Then why would I need to hire them? And I will not lower my tone. I'm angry, overworked and exhausted. And you keep promising to send me good help, but send me only one useless idiot after another. You've charged me a hefty fee and you will provide a satisfactory attendant or I will put the full details on Facebook and let's see if you get another customer after I've had my say. That was my big threat and a pretty bogus one too since I had no notion how to carry it out. But apparently, everyone is terrified of bad reviews on social media these days. I run a home baking business, you see. Cakes, pastries and savouries. So I'm at home. But as anyone who's baked a cake knows, baking requires attention. Everything has to be done precisely on schedule. You can't stop halfway and restart later. It's a very demanding occupation. I couldn't do that and look after mum at the same time. Her health had been steadily declining after dad died. And we'd been lucky to get two good attendants, Mary at night and Sunita during the day. Mary is still with us, bless her. For if I'd not been able to get my proper night's sleep too, I don't think I'd have survived. Some time ago, Sunita informed me that her children were insisting she retire. She's 60 plus, it's true. And nursing is physically strenuous. It really takes the stuffing out of you. They'd been pushing her for some time, but I'd begged her to stay on. This last time, I had to give in. She'd as much right to comfort in her old age as my mum had. So we sent her off with a small farewell party and though we'd been trying for a replacement since the day I accepted her resignation, I can't begin to tell you what a thankless task that has been. We need the attendance to keep our loved ones comfortable. But to get a person who fits in with your household and whom the patient accepts can be unimaginably difficult. With Mary steady on nights, that was half the problem solved but I'd been getting increasingly desperate trying to find someone suitable for the day shift. You heard my rant on the phone with a good agency in mind. So you know the long line of fools I'd been sent. Most were completely untrained and I'd hear my mother's moans of pain as they manhandled her and their first day with us would also be their last. I'd cut the number of orders I'd accepted since Sunita left but this is my primary income, so I couldn't cut it down completely. I'm sure you know for yourself that money doesn't stretch as far as it used to. Whether it was the Facebook threat or just the demented shrieking, I don't know. 
but the woman on the phone finally agreed to send me her best attendant. She said she was young, strong, spoke English, and I wouldn't have any complaints. I was so frustrated, I yelled at her some more, asking why she hadn't sent her in the first place. And she said she was young, so some older patients didn't like her, but I should give her a trial, nevertheless. She'd be there in an hour, she said, which I took with a tumbler full of salt. It was 7.35 now. I'd be lucky if she arrived by midday. And mum, no less fastidious in her old age and infirmity, wanting to be sponged and have her hair brushed, her clothes and bed linen changed. She tried to be accommodating, but it must be maddening for someone as fierce as her to be so entirely dependent. It's possible to adjust for a day or a week, but when the disruption continues endlessly... I do sympathize, really I do, but it's just... I had a load of baking orders to get ready. I was desperate. So I was deep into my work when the doorbell rang. I checked my wrist. Only ten past eight. Couldn't be the new help. Ha! <laughs> I should be so lucky. I washed and wiped my hands quickly and opened the door. The air just went clean out of my chest as I saw the young girl at the door. I mean, girl was a euphemism here. I don't know what else to call her. Dressed entirely in black, including her sneakers, torn jeans, numerous tattoos. I counted three as I gazed at her there in the corridor. The hands holding the black helmet were semi-covered in fingerless leather gloves. Black, needless to add. Black nail polish too. And a safety pin. Yes, that's right. An ordinary, medium-sized stainless steel safety pin in her right Sorry, her left eyebrow. As if it wasn't a busy enough morning and now I had to deal with this. I must have been gawping at her. But God knows she should have been used to it if she went about dressed like that. She said in well-accented English, I'm Rekha, you can call me Ray. I rubbed my forehead and looked at her, quite befuddled. I'm sorry, this is a crazy morning, but why should I call you anything? Who are you and what do you want from me? Didn't they prepare you? She asked, looking as irritable as I felt. I'm the nursing attendant. She got a test right then and there at the doorstep as I almost collapsed. Were they out of their minds? They'd sent me this, this... This person? Between the doorframe and an out-of-nowhere pair of strong, steady hands, I somehow stayed upright. She escorted me in, kicking the front door shut behind us. She sat me down, went looking for the kitchen and brought me a glass of water. Okay, lady, I don't blame you. It's their fault. They damn well know they have to prep the patient they're sending me to. You're not the first one I've had to prevent from having a heart attack. I don't fit the bog standard of a nursing attendant. I know. But if you can get over your hysterics, you should know I'm damn good and you'd be a fool to let me go. Now, I can stay or I can go. Your call. It's all the same to me. And she stood there, 
looking at me calmly as I sipped water and tried to make sense of this madness. Who is it, Lila? My mother's thready voice floated from her bedroom. And before I knew up from down, Ray, as I'd been instructed to call her, had marched off in search of the owner of the voice, leaving her helmet on the dining table. It took me a minute to get myself under control and then I had to go to the kitchen and attend to something urgently. It couldn't even have been 10 minutes before I rushed to mum's room. She was sitting in a chair next to mum's bed with her feet tucked up under her and her sneakers tidied under the chair. She was making notes in a notepad as mum brought her up to stat on her medical history. Those ridiculous gloves were off and the leather jacket too and they'd been stored tidily with her black leather backpack in a corner of the room against a cupboard out of the way. The notepad and pen were not mine, so she'd evidently brought her own. I stood in the room and watched and waited. The long litany of medical complaints must have tired mum and she was beginning to cough. I was just about to move in to give her some water when Ray put aside the notepad and said briskly, That's enough for now, ma'am. Let me get you some water. After you've got your breath back, we can take up the thread again. There's plenty of time. For all her own tiny frame, she expertly propped mum up and assisted her to a small drink. Then she punched up the pillows and smoothed the bedsheet before she settled her back down again. I had to leave the room in a hurry. I was in danger of bursting into tears. I cannot tell you how stressful it has been. All the responsibility of looking after mom all day, as well as keeping my business going and being driven to distraction by the useless nincompoops the wretched agency woman had been sending me. And when I saw this girl at the doorstep, I thought they had absolutely lost it. They'd said they were sending me their best attendant and this child lands up looking like something out of a horror movie. And now, ramming home the adage about not judging a book by its cover, even at such short notice, she was looking to be a godsend. I slunk off to my kitchen to get my work done. Ray looked like she was fully on top of things. And mum seemed to be fine with that safety pin and the tattoos and all. And who was I to come between an efficient nurse and her willing patient? It's just been a few months, but Ray has become indispensable in our household. Not only has she masterfully taken over mum's care, but belying that alarming gothic appearance, she's a tender and caring soul. Amazingly, mum has accepted her most readily. I often come across the two of them playing cards or singing songs together. Mum has taught her lavender blue dilly dilly, goodnight Irene, autumn leaves, rambling rose and other songs from her era. And she's taught my mum some totally hideous modern stuff that I don't recognize myself. And mum sits up in bed singing and acting out all this mad stuff, waving her arms about and making histrionic facial contortions. And the results are plain. Mum is much more engaged in life. She can't wait to welcome this little black baby crow home every morning. She's definitely more alert 
and all that waving about of arms means she's got more upper body mobility now the singing has proved to be excellent for her breathing and her voice she can even manage the cards in her hands which she couldn't earlier they've started something called zentangle involving patterns and coloring which is certain to improve her fine motor skills and there's talk of mum knitting something for ray and that's something she hasn't been able to do for ages this ray is a sneaky one all therapy is a game and you don't know you're being had so you don't protest and over and above all that she's taught me how to market my products on social media which she really didn't have to but just offered to and i've had to hire two youngsters to help the orders have gone up so much in return under the onslaught of the cakes and quiches i bake ray's gaunt cheeks are filling out and there's a bit more meat on her bony frame now and sometimes one even sees a teensy spot of color on her clothes i can't help laughing when i remember my horror at first seeing her and every day i give thanks for our crazy little ray of sunshine